This is Ursula Hogan welcoming you to News Extra on Scarf Bay Community Radio, where we feature interviews which go into detail on some of the events that are or were in the news. Last weekend was a historic occasion for Chumgraney Handball Club, as two of its players came home from King's Court with All-Ireland titles, Paul Rogers at under 14 and Dermot Nash with his first senior singles title. At the homecoming on Sunday evening, Jim Collins chatted with a very proud club chairman, Jimmy Walsh. We're here in Tumgraney this evening. We're here at the old uh, 60 by 30 alley, and I'm here with the chairman of Tumgraney Handball Club, Jimmy Walsh. Jimmy, first of all, welcome to Scarif Bay Community Radio, and congratulations. A great evening, a great weekend for Tumgraney Handball Club. Thank you, Jim. And thank you for coming to us for Scarlet Bay Fame. The service you're giving is, is, is we truly appreciate it. First of all, I would say that I'm, I'm an exceptionally proud chairman of this club this evening. Privileged and honoured to be chairman of this club. Winning a senior singles All-Ireland after 42 years. It, it's hard to get words to describe it. And being in King's Court just from the feeling when that game ended. It, it's just, it was just beyond belief, but of course I'd have to follow it by saying no more than this player deserved because very unlucky down the years. This is a very, very exceptional player. His dedication and commitment, and I don't realise that now, I think that the sacrifice this man has to make, being based in Dublin, the amount of travelling, the amount of gym work, diet, all that comes into it now. It was very different than 42 years ago, but my God, now the sacrifices that have to be made, so I pay great tribute to, to dear Madash on that one. What, what is it, Jimmy, that makes him a champion? Because it's, it's the first, we'll say, senior singles title he's won, but it's by no means the first title he's won. No, when you say that to me, Vim, first of all, when you say that, I, I'm the lucky man to be here on the second, this is the second occasion that I've been here as chairman of the club when they came back with world titles himself and Niall Malone and that was a, a, a very special occasion as well. But to answer your first question, right where I'm standing now, just at the, at the front door of the old alley, he walked in here as a child with his brother Cahal. I reminded his lovely mother Mary Nash of that yesterday even when the game ended, that it didn't take a handball analyst to realise that this was a very, very special kid. Because I often say to his dad, for the first thing that caught me was his feet. Just like a ballet dancer as a child, where he danced around, this was the concrete court inside, but he danced around it on his toes, and the rest of it is history, as the saying goes. Yes. But I, I'm wondering as well, you know, mentally, he must be very, very tough, bearing in mind that, you know, he has been trying for a number of years to win this title and has faced defeat a couple of times before at the last hurdle. Um, but to, to come back, particularly after last year, and to, and to do it again, it, he must show great mental toughness. Well, you know, Jim, I'm glad you made that point. And you, you touched all the right spots on that one because <clears throat> the mental toughness, you know, I'm a great believer that that's something that you're born with. And he has... Uh, 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 he has a lot of that in him and he has shown that down the years and I suppose the other thing that I want to mention as well is his, is his, is his level is his standard of sportsmanship you know, be it a hurling field he has wore the green and white scarf with, with distinction and I keep on mentioning that to fellas, you know, I saw the day when I was involved in the hurling club and a lot of great players wouldn't touch it three weeks before a match and all that, be that as it may but dear Madash talked out on the eve of a very serious handball for his club and his parish. 
and thanks be to God it came home to roost in Scarf in the last couple of years where that great club has gone in the green and white of Scarf. But Deirdre Nation exceptional there, so gracious in victory, but also, you know, so, 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 so complimentary to his opponents. And I've seen him in tough spots, be it Holland Field or be Hanburg, but he always seemed to hold that composure, just as well as you, as you said to me there, that toughness, that steelness that's in there, that, yeah, that everybody is blessed with. There's a lot of great sportsmen who would give a lot for that composure that Dear McNash has. And, you know, when we think back to yesterday, you know, losing the second game, but, you know, we were quite confident, and he showed again that total, total commitment to concentration and there's a lot of other words I could go to there in whereby that he really stepped into the tiebreaker and took it to McCarthy, dominated and should have won by more than he did even, except for a few lucky unlucky breaks in, the, in that tiebreaker. Yes. You know, I'd shown exactly what you're talking about, Jim, in relation to that, 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 that toughness that's in there. There's something within that fella, holding the composure, that's the thing. Yes. Even through a lot of trouble spots in that second game, McCarthy has been there for the last nine or ten years, like, and for somebody like me or Nash, I know he's played him before, but to do that yesterday, well, I, I, I really salute him. Okay. Really and do. of course, to do it when it really counts. Correct. And, and, and that, in that environment of a final. That's, that's yeah. correct, Jim. That's an important point, isn't it? You know, the pressure that's there on a player in all Ireland final you know, with, with a packed audience outside and all that. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's special and very, very special. Of course, you mentioned, you know, you've been waiting 42 years for uh, somebody to come back with a senior title. And of course, you, I suppose we have to remember Pat Kirby, um, still hale and hearty, but uh, living in the USA. But I mean, 42 years ago, he broke new ground here, didn't he? He sure did, and I spent a lot of time Thank God close to Pat Kirby, be it Holland Fielder, be it Handball Alley. I sat here in this big alley and saw him beat great players, the best in the country. I mean, Kirby was totally unique. And with the help of God, dear McNash will follow his footsteps and achieve a lot more. But like Kirby, yeah, at 40 years of age, you know, to, to come back and play, you know, as a Brian Barrow's team to win a senior championship. It was it, beyond belief, like, and his displays and goals for that Brian Barrow team as well as trainers. And, he was that kind of a man that if he asked you to go through a block wall, you wouldn't hesitate when he attempted it. Yeah. You know, Kirby was, was, was as Cayman Jones quarter, he was a freak in the human race. <laughs> I think it was a great statement. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, Pat and the other members of his family certainly have made their mark here in Tungrenia. Correct, correct, correct. Uh, you're correct. That, that's a great point, yeah. I mean, I have friends in Australia, the Fitzgeralds, and when they would meet people out there, well, where are you from, East Clare, Tungrenia, or oh, straight away the name Kirby would flash up. You know, they, they have they have put the club on a pedestal sports-wise, there's no question at all about that. And I suppose we can't forget either this evening, um, Paul Rogers. I was just about to come to, you know, I mean... You know, a man for the future. My God, and I watched him preparing and playing in there. This is a man with a very, with a very, very big future, and I want to compliment the Rogers family. They're contributing an awful lot to this Cadbot club, being male and female, the girls are brilliant as well. And it's wonder they're wonderful people as a family, you know. I, I couldn't say enough about it, and, and, and I congratulate Paul on winning that all Ireland. I suppose the other thing that I'd like to mention to you, Jim, is when we stand here in celebration, whatever the occasion is, one thing some, I always remember it, or some forget, but like, I mean, we wouldn't be standing here were it not for one family, and that's the McLeisett family. 
We're massively indebted to a man by the name of Willem McLeisert. You know, his father, Dr. Weber, put his 60 by 30 court here when people were trying to play handball off the castle back in the 30s. Yes. And Edward McLeisert had that kind of vision to go and build a 60 by 30 court, the Scanlon and Scarf that built it back in 1910. And it took off from there. I saw some of the greatest players in Ireland as a young man playing in there, like Victor Sherlock of Kevin, Paddy Downey of Kerry, and, and Des Dillon, made heaven to a lot of those men are dead, and the McAllisters, and you could go on. But from all over Ireland, playing in this big alley. And, oh, yeah, and then Willem put the icing on the cake, given the grounds for the 40 by 20. That was probably the vision of Pat Kirby coming from the States with the 40 by 20 game, and himself and McDonald, the better heaven to McDonald, two great handball men. And, yeah, they worked very hard at your top pace in those years. And yeah, handball took off big time in the 40 by 20, you know, as a winter game, it's powerful. Yes. Powerful. And I suppose, you know, looking forward now, I mean, the, the wins, Dearmouth with the senior title and Paul with the under 14 title, um, I mean, that's going to do a power of good in the sense that it may, will inspire younger players to take up handball or to stick at handball. A wonderful point, Jim, and, and very well said. I was saying it to Gordon today that, you know, you, you saw yourself in your old Holland club, like, success breeds success, is the old cliche. And, like, there's no question or doubt about it that every once in a while when we get a major success like this one, it brings an awareness, it brings a unity, and it brings a togetherness, you know, and the Holland club comes in and all that. And unity is the one word, I think, that's so important in life. We don't always have it, but with the help of God, and your point is very relevant to that, insofar as to say when you have success... It's much easier to approach people who take positions in your club. Everybody wants to be part of the big circle then. And fair play. Sorry, I want to pay tribute to a man that's looking down on us tonight that we have lost very recently. Father Daly, the Lord to mercy. He contributed an awful lot to this club. I go back a lot of years when I first approached him to take charge of a Fosky here. And himself and Tom Long and Scarif, both were going to right now. That took on the person on that big alley outside, yes. came back in then and coached the kids here when we had nobody. So I was trying to come in after one. Yeah, I really salute Pather on the better heaven too. Yes. Now his tons, his two sons as well have been massive influence at this club in every sense of the word. As players and administrators, they were they're fantastic. We're very, very lucky to have two men like the, like the two dailies. You know, there's a lot of other great people. Yeah. It's probably wrong to single people, but they are two fellows that have contributed seriously to this law. Okay. Well, listen, Jimmy, I won't detain you from the celebrations any longer. Uh, it's a fantastic evening for Tungraney and for Tungraney Handball Club. And uh, all we can do, I suppose, is to say congratulations on the achievement of the lads and of the club this weekend and wish you every success as we go forward. Thank you very much, Jim. And just before you close, I would have to pay tribute to one man that's keeping this club afloat, as the saying goes, and that's the one and only Jim Nash. <laughs> and we'll say no more, but what that man has contributed to this club going back for the last 20, 30 years, I mean, it's just unbelievable. And his lovely wife, Mary, I, I really appreciate it. Okay. But thank you very much, Jim, for coming here with Scarif BFM, and I'm very honoured to be asked. And we're honoured to be here. Thanks, Jimmy. A public consultation took place in the Chagas Centre last Monday at which the initial proposals and recommendations for a vision of Scarif's future were unveiled and the response of the public was invited. 
Marie McNamara was there for News Extra and she spoke with Fergal O'Dowd of the project consultants about the plans. Now it's Marie McNamara here for Scarf Bay Community Radio and I'm up here in the Chagas building at the public consultation for the enhancement of Scarf Market Square. I'm joined by Fergal O'Dowd, one of the architects, architects involved in it. Fergal, can you tell me, I suppose, what's this all about to inform the people of Scarf, I suppose, really, as to what the, the plans are for developing the Market Square? Absolutely. Uh, we're just following on on our initial public consultation. Uh, what's on uh, display today is uh, visual ideas based on what we've the feedback we've got already, and it's uh, designed to capture people's imagination and to show the first kind of visual representation of what can be done. Um, it's not a finished uh, scheme, but what we want to do is we want to get people's reaction to it. Okay. So we have. A questionnaire for people to fill in, uh, add extra comments to the like, or go on our website at info at macamil.ie, uh, and essentially allow us to bring further the, the the scheme and your ideas and your feedback. Okay, and there are two options there, uh, Fergal. There's the market square, enhancing the market square. There's option A, there's option B. Then there's the market house, option A and option B. So it's it's really, I mean, I've just gone through the plans up there and there's lovely colour pictures and the, there's yourself and two other ladies in there. Very, very helpful to explain if we have any questions or anything. Exactly. I think one thing the people of Scarf are absolutely thrilled about, no matter what plan we go for, the cobblestones are gone. We've heard, uh, <laughs> we've heard all right that there's a lot of uh, um, uh, relief that they're going to be taken absolutely. away in our, in our schemes. Um, yeah, the... Um, there's the whole trick is to make it pedestrian and and user friendly yeah. and to try and remove the reliance on cars not get rid of cars completely yes. but just make it a lot more sensible and and easier to for people to come and go yeah and safer too of course it looks very impressive and there's a lot of planting going on and they're they're widening what we will call harry's corner there between the market house and the chemist so that lorries because they, we've all been caught in traffic jams where lorries come up and they can't take the turn because there's cars parked in the corner or something yes but that's all going to be why there's a good big scope there for them now in the new plans that you have here in both plans really a or b well it's it's, tr- it's still tricky uh, it's a small space it's an old traditional market square um we hope that it's we've tested it uh, yes. theoretically i've um, seen you there the council yeah, there a couple of weeks ago yeah, with the lorry doing it actually exactly so um yeah Yes, we're 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 confident that it'll work. It doesn't mean you won't have an issue. Of um, course, you know. Yeah. But uh, certainly, pedestrian safety is what we're after, yes. and make it easier for people to get in around, and also to enhance the um, opportunities that businesses have on the street uh, by maybe temporary pedestrianisations for weekends, or okay. maybe 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 permanent uh, pedestrianisation right. in the future, depending on the reaction. Okay. So it's it's again just to get people's feedback. Right. Well, of course, as you're aware, we have a, a one-way system in Scarif, and it took a lot of people a long time. There was years and years of talking to get that, and oh, it'll never work. And now it's absolutely brilliant. We yeah. wouldn't be without it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? So I suppose looking at it, really, there seems to be there's two plans for the market square. One of them, you're doing away with the slope if you're walking across, whereas the other one. Um, yeah, well that's the fair. two choices. Yeah, the, well, the, the fair green uh, car parking area immediately outside the central building. Yes. Uh, one option is to allow traffic to go down to Church Street, and the other is not. Yes. Uh, so, by not allowing the traffic down, you can have a much more level, safer car park, yeah. easier to access, and it's access to one-way system off the top road, Connacht Street. Of course. Um, yeah. So that's one option that people can have a look at. Yeah. Um, and then, in the in terms of the Market Square, the other side, um, we're proposing just to have maybe one street rather than a fork and and one of them could be 
pedestrianised on a temporary basis or the other, depending. Yes. So okay. again, just get people's feedback on yeah. that. Yeah, let's see what it is. And there has been a lot of people here today looking at the visitors. Yeah, it's been there. great. We're so yeah. far, like, I know work hasn't finished yet, uh, and we've got a lot of feedback so far, so we're delighted with yeah. the turnout. And great. hopefully we'll see some more people later on. And of course, the questionnaire can be filled in online. Is that the Correct. only way of filling it in? Uh, there are, we have some paper uh, questionnaires here you can pick okay. up and, and bring away with you, but right. uh, the easiest way uh, is to do it online, and it's, okay. it's easier for us to... Of course, and, and, uh, to collate it uh, or whatever. So, yeah. so by all means. Okay, and of course it is in the market house as well. All of these um, plans are going to be available. They'll be on display during the week. In the, the market week. house during the week, Monday Co- to Friday. Correct. Okay. Uh, I think Eugene is there from 11 until 3 every day, Monday to Friday. Uh, I'd have to confirm yeah. that with you. I, I'm 99% know. sure, yeah. yeah, that's the time. Monday to Friday, 11 until 3, Eugene is there. So call into the market house and you can have a look at it. And, you know, there are big plans. You have them here on the wall. But there's also little copies I have on here in my hand with the three or four plans <laughs> stapled together. So it's great to be able to bring them home. And what you've also given, which is interesting, is the public consultation feedback. To date, yes. You did meet people yeah, to date. Yeah. And as you, we discussed, remove the cobblestones is the top one at... Don't say how many percent, but anyway, it's the top one of them all. Anyway, it is. Isn't it? it is. It's like family fortunes, isn't it? <laughs> it Look is, at yeah, it here. Yeah. It's the top. It's the top answer, yeah. isn't it? And uh, car parking as well uh, is a, is a big issue. Yes, oh, it's, it's a huge issue. And, of course, there is a new car park being developed down Jones Road behind the back of McNamara's as well. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's what's being discussed yes. at the moment. Yeah. Obviously, so that's not your... It's, no, no, there's obviously work to do in terms yes. of the deal or whatever yeah. has to be done. Uh, but um, our designs are based on the assumption that will happen. Yeah, your yeah. designs will complement the... the Correct. The, 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 the presumption that that's going to happen. Yeah, it's say. a good idea. It's yeah. 160 metres from the from the What's centre. Ideal? So yeah. it's an ideal uh, resource for the town. And your colleague was telling me with that that the two footpaths going down to that at either side at JJ Buckets, the spare corner and at the electronic store corner will be widened to facilitate yes, that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they're quite narrow at the moment. Yeah, one uh, contributor earlier on was talking about a cycle lane, but there's only so much you can fit in on the streets. Oh, so, yes. So, um, yeah, so if it's one way with um, the two footpaths, I think it's safe enough. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And of course, another thing you have here, you went to the schools as well, so you feedback from the schools, and I see a lot of them on planting and things like yes, that. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. The younger generation who haven't started driving yet have a different <laughs> set of priorities uh, and better priorities. <laughs> Yeah, oh, absolutely. I suppose give them a few years, and then hotel mammy and daddy. <laughs> that's it. Be a different story. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Okay, so you're here. Um, you're here to half seven this evening. Correct. Okay. Um, obviously, by the time this goes out, this is going to be over. But as we said, it's going to be in the market house next week, Monday to Friday, eleven until three thirty every day. Yeah, it's an ideal t- an ideal yeah. time to have your say. Absolutely. Yeah, and, uh, and go online or talk to any of the town team. You know, I mean, they're all locals. We know most of them. There's a few of them here as well. Anybody inquire from anybody as to who they are, and they'll. I'm sure if they want to give you the paper form for elderly people, if they don't want to fill it in online, Correct. there's no we, problem. We whatsoever. can we can sort that out yeah. for sure. Yeah, and just drop the answers back because there's no names or anything. We should say on the questionnaire; they're all no. anonymous. No, so it makes no difference. Just say what. You That's know. it. Well, the, obviously, the better data we have, the better answers we have, the yes. better report we're going yeah. to be able to generate, and the better solution at the end of, of the course. day. Yeah. And it is our town. It's for the people of Scarab, so there's no point in not having your say now and then when everything is done down the road in a year or two's time giving out a vote. Correct. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Okay. Well, listen, Fer, thank you very much and a lot of work has gone into this. We're all very impressed. So best of luck with it and thanks very much. Thanks thank very you. much yourselves. Finally, in the heartbreaking tragedy that is unfolding in Ukraine, the world saw a little of the resilience of the human spirit when seven-year-old Amelia Anisevich was recorded singing Let It Go from the movie Frozen in an underground bomb shelter. Anisovich. 
секрет, пусть хорошей девочкой для всех Закрой все чувства на замок, навечно отпусти И забудь, что прошло уже не вернуть Отпусти и забудь, новый день он кажет Всегда мне был по душе, а я иду все выше на ледяную плать, и страха не вернувшись, меня уж не догнать. Пора узнать, что я могу на помощь призову к себе во льдах навечно отпусти и забудь. Прошло уже не вернуть, отпусти и забудь, новый день он кажет путь. Браво, браво, Амелия later was able to reach refuge in Poland, where she performed an emotional rendition of the Ukrainian national anthem at a charity concert there. She have been listening to News Extra on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Join us again next weekend and we'll keep you updated on local events. This is Ursula Hogan for Scarif Bay Community Radio.